said here. And he said in the third verse, and they said unto him, the remnant in the province are in great affliction and reproach. Can I tell you, glory to God, many times, many places, I've watched it. There's thousands in the jail butch that nobody cares about. Never sends them a nickel. I remember one in River North, and he said, I got a raise. I'm making $7 a week, $7 a week. He said it buys a little more of my necessities in reproach. The nursing homes are full that families have walked away and left. Amen. They don't care about. They never visit them. Listen to what I'm saying. You might be the next one laying there. Amen. But. If you're a child of if you're a child of God, I've said it many times. I go to the nursing homes sometime so God will honor. Amen. When I get there, you'll send somebody by to talk to me. Somebody. I remember an old preacher that preached for years, pastored one time at this church. And I remember he got down. They finally laid his bed and mattress on the floor. Amen. And he had one leg laying out. And I, I worked with him at one time. And I remember when I walked in and his voice was worse than mine. You couldn't even hear him talk. You wonder why a man of God is there. But when I walked in, I read his lips, and he said, Bill, and he went to reach, reaching up for a hug. Can I tell you something? If I hadn't seen nobody in weeks, and I was laying on the bed of affliction, I'm going to tell you, he'd be my best buddy when he come in, that I could hug his neck, stay and talk to me. I don't need a Coca-Cola. I just need somebody to love me. Can I tell you what? We've got too busy. America has got too busy to love on one another. Amen. We used to stay at church, talk on the porch. Amen. Conversation. Now we ain't got time. We're running out of all three doors. Get out of here. I spent two hours in the house of God. We ought to spend the day once in a while in the house of God, hearing the word of God from several different preachers. I'm going to tell you, neighbors, my health has hurt me spiritually. I can't go. I can't get fed. I'm not able. I can't drive at night. Sometimes at night, I want to get away by myself and go visit. Just be alone and visit somebody and let God use me. Honey, I'm going to tell you, I don't understand. I'm not telling you that I know what these Jews in Jerusalem that were left behind was going through. But I can tell you that I know a little about, about loneliness. I know a little bit about not being able to do what you one time do. And it's worth a fortune. I want somebody, I will love you. And he said, reproach of Jerusalem also. And it's broken down, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. And it came to pass when I heard these words. 
Nehemiah said this. He said, when it come to pass, the fourth, fourth verse of the first chapter, when I heard these words that I sat down, and he said he wept. I'm going to tell you, there's some of us that ain't cried in months. Amen. We've lost our burden, church. And they wept, and they mourned. They had the old mourner's bench years ago in church, and they mourned certain days. They didn't do it. One day, he done it certain days, and he fasted, and he prayed before the God of heaven. Can I tell you something? When he began to weep, and he began to mourn, and then he put some, uh, he put some stuff on it, that he began to fast and give a little bit of what he he did at our Texas table. He was right in there uh, with the king. He had talked with the king and brought wine. He's a cup cup bearer. He was a great man to the king. Amen. Can I tell you something? You're sitting in a position. Some of you all are sitting in a position. I'm not talking about preachers. I'm talking about witnesses. I'm talking about a testimony. What God brought you out of, don't be ashamed of your testimony. It's great that God brought you out of it. Great that God brought you out of it. The Bible said, those that he brought out and more was forgiven, the more thankful they are. Those that more forgiven, the more thankful that they are. I wasn't forgiven as much of, as Paul was because he said he is chiefest of sinners. I never killed a Christian that I know of, not with a gun or a sword anyhow. But I was forgiven. And he said, I beseech thee, O Lord God. I won't go into this. I'm on, I need to go to the fourth. But Nehemiah prayed. Nehemiah, Nehemiah was burdened. I, need, I do need to read. The fourth chapter of Nehemiah. Pray for my throat. It's got it's got old before the rest of my body. Amen. My throat got old. Praise the Lord. Fourth chapter of Nehemiah. What a great God we got. I hope we can see this. That God was working in our message last week in Esther. Poor God wasn't even mentioned. I'd say there was so much fear, so much fear for Esther and Mordecai that they didn't say anything about God. But they sit there in God's will and worked right in to the plan of God. Amen. And got some Jews set free. Amen. And it, and it said, you know, glory to God, that uh, that Nehemiah was able, amen, to get in to the king. And he said, but it came to pass that when Sanabout heard that we builded the wall, he was wroth and took great indignation and mocked the Jews. You can go back. I think I preached a whole week's revival out of the third chapter of Nehemiah several years ago. There was about 40, 40 different repairs, fiction 
different places. And it tells them all there in the third chapter of Nehemiah. And this one fixed a place, and this one stepped up, said, I'll fix a place. What I'm saying, we got to be together. I want us, it's been mentioned three times I know of, maybe four, here this morning, that we've got to get together. This fourth chapter of, and the third chapter of Nehemiah tells us what coming together does. That coming together builds things. I thought about, I ain't going to go there. We had a Sandoval in my Vernon church. We did. And he downed me and he talked about me. And said I wasted money. I done this and I done that. And he finally said, because I didn't ask him is what it was all about. Amen. And it came to pass when Sandoval heard that we built the wall, he was wroth and took great indignation and mocked the Jews. So there's a Sandoval in our churches. There's one in every church. There's one in the prison booth. When you go to Bland tonight, there'll be one. Praise God if it's only one but they may be two that'll come against everything you do, come against every work that you do. They come to church to break down the walls that are being built back, the things that God is fixing. There's a devil out there to try to tear it down. And he said, and he spake before his brethren, Sandoval, was filled with indignation. And what did he do? He went to his brother. Can I tell you, how's gossip spread? I ain't got a cell phone on me now. How many of you got your cell phone on you right now? I got one hand. Somebody ain't telling the whole, whole thing about it. They told me at the hospital to not get 10 foot from my cell phone. Because it works my pacemaker and it tells them at Forsyth if I'm messing up. I got a higher power than that that tells me when I'm messing up. When it ain't working, sis. I'm glad, honey, for the whole the Holy Spirit of God. Jesus said, I'm gonna go away. But I'm gonna leave you. The Holy Spirit of God yes, is going to teach you the grace of God that brings yes. salvation to teach us to deny ungodliness. I'm going to tell you to keep from making an enemy. We don't say much about God, do we? On our workplaces, so we'll fit in. We'll listen to that little old joke. I've been one of them. But I ain't one of them no more. Amen. 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 I don't care for your jokes. I especially don't like your preacher jokes. No. They don't do me no good at all. No. I know I'm a joke. But God called me to pastor. Amen. What I'm saying, there's somebody there to stop your testimony or to tell a tale on you. Yeah. I had a little girl working with 
Wilkes County, and she was helping me inventory for the state. And, and I laughed. I, I tried to laugh in my troubles and my sickness, things that's going on. She finally said, you making fun of me. I said, no. And she, she got mad at me. I said, I'm just trying to be happy. You need to be saved. You know, she had a hangover. It's hard to be happy with a hangover. Yeah, I've had them. Ever yeah, you ever been happy with a hang hangover? Uh, no. Have you too? I've never been happy with a hangover because I was broke. I was sick. I was ashamed of myself. I was beat down as low as I could go. Why didn't I get saved earlier? I knew what was happening. And I told her, I said, I'm laughing because I'm happy I got saved. I got to say, I'm saved. I'm happy. I don't have to fool with this the rest of my life. And I'm proving that. I don't, I don't have to work there no more. I got out of it. Amen. Hallelujah. Next week, she got caught driving drunk. Lost her job. I remember the sheep buyers come down out of the mountain. You don't make fun of God's people. Let me go on. I got to read. And he spake before the brethren and the army of Samaritan and said, What do these feeble Jews, what are they saying about Mount Vernon? Let's show them, church. Let's show them we're going to grow. Let's show them we're going to prosper in Jesus. It don't matter if we live in a two-room house. Show them we're going to prosper in Jesus. Because I got a new car don't mean I'm prospering. There's a lot of people got new cars. But everybody ain't got a desire that Nehemiah had. Amen that Nehemiah had to serve God and to reach back into Jerusalem and to begin to build walls. He said, what do these feeble Jews, there he stood before the army of the Samaritans and all of his brethren, and he said, will they fortify themselves? Will they get sealed by the Holy, Holy Spirit of God? And I ain't giving you eternal security. I'm giving you a hedge of God around me. If I'll stay in God's will, he'll protect me. He'll take care of me. I'm going to tell you, went through a heart attack with a smile on my face. Amen. Pain, but a smile on my face. Amen. No, no fear. Amen. That's the hedge of God. Will they fortify themselves? Can I tell you something? When the storms of life come, amen, if we're out in the ocean, I've been in the bottom of a fishing ship, amen, in a storm. It slapped me against one wall and against the other. Neighbor, can I tell you, there ain't no fear if you arrive of God. Perfect love casteth out all fear. Amen. We're scared to death of death. We're scared to death of our neighbor. We're afraid of what's going to happen. 
If the wind blows, God will take care of it. If the roof blows off, God's got a better one somewhere down the road. He proved that in the book of Job. And he said, Will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? You know what they're asking today? Will the Baptist church sacrifice? Hey, folks, don't even pay tithes. Because we're afraid we can't make it. How do you know this, Bill? I've been one of them Baptists. I've been one of them Baptists. Will they sacrifice? I don't know why when you preach tithing, it kills the spirit. I don't understand that. When they make an end in a day, are they going <laughs> to... This is my interpretation of this. You interpret it what you want to. Will they make an end in a day? And I thought about, we've had them to join the church. The same day they joined the church, they made an end. They didn't come back. Hey, they made a profession of faith. Y'all interpret it the way you want to. But the world's looking at you. I remember some we took. Amen. To the creek and baptized. One of them was Ronnie Dolphin Ball. And he ain't still in there as far as I know. But I remember some of his people come and said, this is a joke. Why are you taking him down to the creek? Will he make an end in a day? Will he go through the procedure at the altar, the procedure at the baptizing hall, and never come back? Will he make an end in a day? Sanderville was standing before the whore and knocking down the Jews, knocking down the people of Almighty God. Can I tell you, they're still doing it today. If I could holler, I'd holler, hallelujah. Glory be unto God. I'm a winner today. You are a winner today. Don't give up. Don't back down. And he said, will they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish which are burned? That's where my message is. Revive the rubbish. The Bible said that the walls were torn down and it was just rubbish. And they had to go out. Yo, know, I thought about the house, just an old wood house, tore down across the hill here. I remember in Mount Hurry when the wall fell out into the street of an old building. And I remember one time we were laying new center block, and we didn't put up. It was, I think, 20-something 20, 20 block high, and we never braced it, never knew the wind was going to blow. We come in that morning, and it was rubbish. A block wall ain't got no strength this way. It's got to have pressure on top of it. And they're late. But I looked at that that I've seen with my eyes. And I looked at Butch, an old drug hit. No good for nothing. He said, thief, he said he wasn't no good for nothing. I looked at Terry, a drug hit, full time. No good for nothing. Brenda, I'm sorry. 
without the Lord you just made rubbish. Amen. God revived the rubbish. Amen. And the more I got to looking into this, James, I got excited. Ben, I tell you, you're too quiet for me. Make a little racket. Amen. I got to thinking about the rubbish that the world and the church is walking over today that God could revive. Amen. We come in. I got on a tie and a fine suit. Amen. I love that, boy. Amen. And we come in. We sit down in church. We don't say amen. We forgot that we was rubbish. Amen. We don't hold up. The wall, glory to God. The people that are trying to build the wall. I've never, and I promise you from my depths of my heart, I've never come into Mount Vernon Church, 49 years I've been here, to do damage to the church, to break down the church. I want things right. I don't like it when a water hose is left hooked up and strung out through the yard. I just don't I don't like it. I don't like when there's a mess in the church. But I can't always change it. But can I tell you, there's one sitting there that ain't never got revived from the rubbish. Amen. They've joined the church, but they're still rubbish. They ain't never been born again. And they're just like Sanibel. They're going to their army and try to break down, try to break down the house of God. Try to break down the old preachers of God that just got to start. They know he's young in the Lord, and they do everything they can to break him down. Pray God, put a shield around him. We get our feelings hurt. Butch gets his feelings hurt. Melody gets her feelings hurt. We get broke down too many times when we need to stand up and say, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. God's got his hedge about me. Amen. And Sandabel can't stop me. Sandabel can't stop me. I thought about, and I've looked at this, where an old house burnt, and there'll be some stones in Israel, it's a law. It was a law, a building code, that you can't use. You can't use nothing but rock. Rock has got to be showing on their buildings. It's, it's a building code. When I was there in '95, so I thought about, and they had timbers for roof naturally. They come out of Lebanon, so all that was burned up. The gates were wood. They will burn up. But I want us to look at these stones. These stones. Those that were the closest to the gate that burnt was the blackest, the dirtiest, the filthiest, the one that was closest in sin, the closest to hell, if you'll have it. The closest to hell was the dirtiest, the nastiest. And these fellers, these Jews come in, and they were taking it apart. They went into the rubbish. They went into the burnt walls. 
He said, rubbish piles, piles of rubbish, where every wall in Jerusalem fell. And these fellows that were left, mind you, these were they that were left in Jerusalem. These were they that were crippled. <laughs> I don't know, what about you all? There ain't no place to quit. <laughs> Amen, they were going in. Amen. It may have took them a day longer. Come on. I pick on my wife a lot, but but she's one of them. She's, I mean, she's quick. And I get slower every day. She's trying to hand me something to put in the refrigerator yesterday. She's at the cabinet. I never caught it. And the next thing I caught was that look. <laughs> that look. And she said, oh, I thought you were never going to get it done. Yeah, you ain't never going to. I said, I seen that look. I don't like that look. You have seen one of them? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If you've been married any length of time, you've seen them. And I'm going to tell you something. If you've been married to the Lord Jesus Christ, you've had some sorry looks a few times. Hopefully just a few times. But I begin to look at that pile of rubbish in our crack houses. I was in a meth house a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago. And it's rubbish. I don't know if y'all been has, I know Joel Butch has, but if you've been in a meth house, have you? There's dirty clothes there. There's paper plates piled everywhere. There's rags. There's empty tin cans. I went in the other day, and when I tried to leave to shut the door, it's cold weather. I had to kick cans out so the door would shut. I don't know if the draft had drug them in because I come in there. Do you get what I'm saying? The rubbish. When Nebuchadnezzar burned down the walls of Jerusalem, he never planned on it being built back. He, he come to tear down, to take everything, the good men, the good women, the good children, the gold, the silver, the utensils out of the church, out of the temple. He took everything that was in account and took it to Babylon. And there was left this remnant of afflicted people, crippled people of old age, maybe no education. It might have even been that there wasn't a brick mason left or rock mason. Might have not been anybody with great skills or, or capabilities on anything. Can I tell you something? I ain't got much now, but when I come to church, I had nothing. When I got up off of the altar, I had enough to go the next step. Amen. God cleaned up some old burnt, dirty rubble that everybody else had piled up. God picked it up yeah, and took it off. Amen. Amen. 
when they talk about being clothed and in their right mind. Let me speak to you loud and clear. They some of us forgot where we come from. We need to get back up and go our first love, our first testimony, the what God give us and what he brought us out of. Church, I, I won't be done in 10 minutes if I don't hurry. About every one of you have been around an, an old place that was the wall had failed and, and the house had failed and was burnt. And what a nasty black mess that is. In my mind, in my feeble mind, most of the rock in, in Israel that I seen, where they cut the stone out, was a, a softer stone, like kind of a, a, a like a, a soft granite or a, a soapstone like stuff. And I thought about when the fire. You know what? I thought on that. We're soft. Amen. Amen. We're soft. And I thought about when that wood and them chips and that smoke, it took a lot of polishing for every stone. I should have tried to look up. I don't know how, but I should have tried to look up, seen how many miles around the walls of Jerusalem. You probably can. You got your phone, I bet. <laughs> how many miles? And some of it. 18, 20 feet, some of it wide enough that you could drive a car around the top of the walls. And then there was tires on every every corner, especially on every corner and every gate. What I'm trying to tell us is what a mess Jerusalem was in because of sin. What a mess America, the rubbish that's in America because of sin. Amen. When a man, a grown man, that's a gay, can stand up and say that God called him to preach and him still gay, how ignorant. I know that when I was a little boy. And I never went to daddy every day and said, Daddy, you think I'm going to be a boy or a girl? I knew what I was. And I'm going to tell you something else today. You know what you are. Sandabel has stepped out to the army of God and told them lies. Said, do you think the Christians are going to survive pre-mid or post? Matter not to me. I'm going to survive. I've got my mind made up, my eyes toward Jerusalem. My face, Jesus said, he had his face toward Jerusalem. We need to get our minds made up. Let me read on. Rubbish. Can you picture, have I got any kind of a picture on rubbish? 
I have thought, I have thought myself trying to salvage those blocks that, that fell over and with a brick hammer and a trowel trying to get the mortar off to salvage them to lay back. And man, that, that was nothing compared to what these people. They could have jumped up and said, Lord, you took all the wealthy men and the soldiers and the, the, the people that had trades and you took them down in Babylon and you left us here. Bless our hearts. But I'm going to tell you, they got up. They got up. And when Warren heard this one's working, then this one wanted to work. Y'all can't all go to jail. They ain't room for you over there. You done missed your chance to go to jail when you didn't see it. Amen. Think about it. Think about it. All of you can preach. But why do you all knock me down? Why do you all knock? Somebody's trying. I'm not talking about that with a, a takeover spirit. I'm talking about that with the love of God. They haven't had mourned and wept and prayed and fasted. I'm talking about like a Nehemiah that I had a heart, heart for his people. I break down. I can't help it. Sometimes when I look at an empty pew, when my brother sit in the house of God and praise God, and he's let Sanderbilt take him back. Let me read. I want to read, if y'all don't care, the whole chapter. I'll quit preaching in a hurry. Nehemiah answered by prayer, jumped to six. So we built we the wall, and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof, for the people had a mind to work. I've preached that sometime or other, somewhere. Amen. A mind to work. Let me go on. But it came to pass that when Sanibald and Tobiah and the Arabians and the Amorites and the Ashdites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were made up and that the breaches began to be stopped, then they were very wroth. Amen. Can I tell you something? When we've prayed through, and many of us had a breach between us because I didn't like him, and it left a breach. But when we began to pray through, and we got close, and we began to love each other. We began to love our brother and our sister, and we become as one man, and we had a mind to work. Amen. It makes the devil mad because the breach is closed. You can close that breach by praying that I love them. A man that called me all kind of damage and harm and aggravation and nights losing sleep come to me when I sick and give me a hundred dollars. I said, I don't need that. He said, you take this. God laid it on my heart. You take this and use it where it's needed. Use it where it's needed. 
Don't tell me my God ain't still alive. Amen. The underdog wasn't what I needed. I needed the breach closed. I needed the breach closed. And when old Sandoval saw, y'all got breaches in your family. I didn't say breaches. Breaches. I said breaches. You got open places. I'm having the hardest time closing the breach between me and my son. Mm. Nevertheless, we made our prayers unto God and set a watch against them day and night because of them. I'm going to tell you something today. Some of the doctrine that's going around, glory to God, instead of sitting watch, they sit down and quit. I remember one said, I don't have to pray no more. I'm saved. I don't have to do nothing no more. He's listened to Sanibel. He's listened to the wrong one. And Judas, and Judas said, the strength of the bears of burdens is decayed. They begin, and they done built a wall. They didn't have it done, but they done built a wall. They had worked. They had cleaned up the rubbish. They'd done the job. But they said the strength of the bears of burden is decayed. I want to make a point with you today. When I leave here, keep praising God. When I fall over dead, keep praising God. Remember that Bill preached a message. Don't quit. Fill in the breaches and go on for the glory of God. My desire is to see Mount Vernon better and I'll be gone, but better when I leave than it is now. That it would grow. Things would happen. And Judea said, the strength of the bear of burdens is decayed and there is much rubbish so that we are not able to build the wall. There's much rubbish. They got out of heart and they told them, he said, you're going you're gonna to have crippled. You're going to be broke down. He said, look at my army. My army is going to come in and shoot you down. You're not going to build the wall. Anybody that's ever stepped out and done a work for God, there's been a sign to build that said this ain't going to work. As we look over there into, into Esther, amen, amen was the man that come and said this ain't going to work. I'm not going to step down from my seat. I am sitting right under the king. And he was an enemy of the Jews. But God called Jerusalem his home. It was his house, his place in Jerusalem. Johnny will tell me, going up the road, you preach too long. And I know that. But can I tell you, there's much rubbish in our land today. I've never seen a time in the churches where sin could sit in the church and it was all right. Amen, it ain't all right. And he said in our adversaries, 
our adversaries said, they shall not know. The devil said they won't even know about it. You know what? The church don't know sometimes when Satan visits. Don't know when Satan's causing trouble. He said they don't know, neither see, till we come in the midst among them and slay them and cause the work to cease. That's the 11th verse. The 12th verse said, And came to pass that when the Jews which dwelt by them came, listen to this, when it came to pass, when the Jews which dwelt by them came, they said unto us ten times, the Jews that sat by Sandabelt, they come to those workers and they said, all of you ain't got this before, they said it ten times from all places whence ye shall return unto us, they will be upon you. He said, it don't matter where they return, they're going to be upon you. So the Jews, some of the Jews, have you ever seen them pack their bags and go home because they couldn't get their way? Have you ever thought about it? I remember one lady, she's gone now, I hope she's listening. She said, you don't agree with as much as I go, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I said, I can't stop you, but I'm glad. You know I don't agree. I don't agree. And I ain't against a vacation, but we need to be rooted and grounded in something. We can't make it out of church. I appreciate the brother and sister coming down from Jefferson to be with us at church. I hope today they're not disappointed. I hope they get what they came looking for. And he said, therefore, sit I in the low places. Nehemiah said he had to come down into the lower places, behind the wall, and on the higher places, I even said the people, after their families, with their swords, their spears, and their bows. And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, Be not ye afraid. I marked that one. Be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord. Remember the Lord, church. No matter what's knocking on your door, if Sandabel is trying to kill you, remember the Lord, which is great and terrible and fat for your brethren, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your houses. Glory to God. Honey, we need to fight for ours. You know, I don't, I don't run down the road with a sword anymore, but I need to carry the word. Amen. Amen. This is my weapon. The word. Somebody said it. I forgot who even said that. Love. Love. Love will tear you down. My first pastor, before he was my pastor, 
as I was rubbish and I was standing out behind the church on my daddy-in-law's land putting the roosters up where we'd fall roosters all night. Been drunk. Didn't none of that matter. I didn't care he's building a new church. Just finishing up a new church. Inviting me to church. But when he put that old big arm and looked me in the eye, he had old big brown eyes. He looked me in the eye and he said, I love you. Everywhere I went, it's just like a flashback. He said, I love you. I love you. He didn't just tell me. He loved me. I stunk. I was rubbish. I've been the best I remember in Marginsville, Virginia, in a big arena, fighting roosters all night long, drinking alcohol, hadn't took a bath, acting a dunce. I was rubbish, and he loved me. Can I tell you, I don't care who that crackhead is or who that harlot is, love them. Let them know that you love them. Let them know God can help them. The only way we can love them is stay in the Word. I can carry a big gun or a big pistol or a big sword. Can't do nothing like the Word of God. The Word of God will bring you down. The Word of God will bring you down. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I remember having little people in Cuba, in the southeastern part of Cuba, humblest people I've ever met in my life. They didn't have a nickel to give me that I didn't need it anyway. But I remember that old preacher saying, what's ours is yours. I've told it a thousand times. Hope I live to tell it. One more thousand mayonnaise and cracker for breakfast. Mayonnaise and one round cracker for breakfast. Do you know what they showed me? A love I'd never seen. I saved, but they showed me a love I'd never seen. And it came to pass when our enemies heard that it was known. My Lord, wonder how they know what God told. The enemies found out that they knew Sandabel was going to tear them down. But they found out and they prepared for it. What the American church has forgot today, that Satan is out to destroy your testimony. One text, one phone call, one wrong visit, and tear down a church. Be careful, church. Be careful. And it came to pass when our enemies heard that it was known unto us, and God had brought their counsel to naught. God brought their work to naught. Their counsel to naught. That we returned, all of us, to the wall, everyone unto his work. I need to tell you something. Everybody that Santa built run off during Corona ain't returned to their work. Neighbor, we need to return to our work. 
And it came to pass that when that time, from that time forth that the half of our servants raw in the work, and the other half of them held both the spears and the shield. They were hindered in the work. But can I tell you, God gave them warning. So they carried their weapon, and they went back on the battlefield. Man, but they were hindered in their work because half of the crew that was carrying weapons and the other half working, but God's work was finished. Amen. Both the spears and the shield and the bows and the hippogons and the rulers were behind all the house of Judea. They had a great turnaround. The rulers were behind the house of Judea. They which builded on the wall and they that bare burdens with these that laid even one with one of the hands raw in the work and with the other hand held a weapon. I thought, man, he had a burden. I thought maybe maybe one held a pig and the other had a wooden hammer that he drove it because some of them worked with one hand, had a weapon in, in the other. So if we'll team up, amen, Andy might not can do what he used to do, but can I tell you, he ain't done. He can do, he can do something, amen, and somebody can help him do the something that God's got for him to do, amen. For the builders, everyone had his sword girded by his side and so built it, and he that, I want to get this, and I, I promise you I'm about done. And I said unto the nobles and unto the rulers and to the rest of the people, the work is great and large, and we are separated. What he's saying, one was working down there, trying to come in and fill up the breaches. That's where they were separated. Amen. And he said, upon the wall, one far from another. Didn't mean they were separated in spirit. They were working for the same call. But the old trumpeter, listen to this, what he said. And what, what place, therefore, you hear the sound of the trumpet, resort ye thither unto us. Our God shall fight for us. When you hear the trumpet, how? I've never seen a trumpet blow by itself. I wish I could blow one and had one. But he said, when you hear the trumpet, know that the enemy is coming in. So lay down from the work and come in and fight the battle. Today, if we're not careful, we're keeping secrets. We ain't blowing the trumpet. If I know a preacher that's running around with another woman, I need to squall on him. He can't stand behind the pulpit with the grace of God on him. Amen. Think about that. And today, we've come a nation that we want to shield everything. We want to shield our kids. We want to protect 
our nation, and we're letting the Word of God down. We're letting God down in His work. We're playing games with the Word of God. Somebody's getting this message and he never got it before. I know that. I've preached out a part of it, never got it like I've got it. So we labored in the work, and half of them held the spears from the rising of the morning till the stars appeared. It must have been about 12 hour shift. The rising of the morning till the stars appeared. Likewise, at the same time, said I unto the people, let every one with his servant lodge within Jerusalem. That in the, it's right here's an important verse. I can go visit the myth house, but I can't lodge there. I have in time past went in the beer joint, hung a revival poster, and left, but I can't lodge there. I don't need to lodge where sin is. Likewise, in the same time, said I unto the people, let everyone with his servants lodge within Jerusalem, that in the night they may be a guard to us and labor on the day. So there wasn't much rest. So we are guarding each other. Will you help? Church, will you help guard me against the Sanderbills of this world, against the things of this world? 23, I'm done. I've done read the whole fourth chapter. So neither I, this is Nehemiah, and he was in great standing. So neither I, nor my brethren, nor my servants, nor the men of the guard which followed me, none of us put off our clothes, saving that everyone put them off for washing. Amen. They didn't have much rest, did they? They didn't have much rest. The only time they took off their clothes, they slept in their clothes, they worked in their clothes, and they just took them off to wash, and they put them right back on. How important do you think that washwoman was? Might have been a wash man, I don't know. But that wash person, how important was that wash person? Can you imagine that one that brought the soap in? Chris, can you imagine if Jamie worked all day in the rubbish of a burn house cleaning? burnt rocks and trying to get it back to the mason on the wall till he could lay a pretty wall. How dirty he would be. 
usual thing, hot in Jerusalem. Sweaty, stinking. So he made him not look much. He might not have carried a sword. But the man, they made sure. I don't know how they made soap. But as they made soap and brought it to the wash people to keep his clothes clean, that he could work on the wall and the soldier could carry his weapons and protect us. I believe what God's telling us, there's not a one of you that's not important. Amen. You're very much important. I don't bring it out enough. I don't stress it enough. Part of the reason I brag on one and not another, not meaning to, and feelings is hurt. So I want you to know you're important. You're important to God. Amen. You're important to Mount Vernon Church. Mickey told me this morning, he said, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Amen. Amen. Tell you, after 55 years, I'm still learning. The book of Nehemiah opened up to me some things I guess I'd read over. I may have got it and lost it, forgot it, I don't know. But it's new to me today. I'm excited about men of Nehemiah's standard that left being a kill cup, cup for the king in Persia and come into rubbish. Come into rubbish to help me understand the word. Amen. If you will, let's stand.